Well, welcome back for another Encounter show. I'm Steve Chalmers and I'm here with Pete Verry, who is an evangelist who I've known or got to know over the last year. He's got a ma massive heart for Jesus. Do you want to say hello, Pete? Hi, everyone. You, you can tell by his accent, he's not from Scotland. He's, uh, he's from down the bottom of England, I guess, is it, Pete? Yeah, Gloucestershire. Gloucestershire, there West you country, go. God's country. <laughs> Does does Pete have uh, does God have the same accent as you, Pete? When you pray, is that he does when when I'm doing it? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so Pete, you you've got a massive heart for evangelism. Every time I, I I talk to you, you're always talking about someone getting saved, or it's about reaching someone, or giving them the true gospel. And um, you you you've got an amazing story because you didn't grow up in in a faith-based Christian home or surrounded by people telling you the word. Um, mm. You were actually quite a staunch atheist, weren't you? And um, yeah. get, t tell us your story, like how you found Jesus. So, yeah, for me, it started probably when I was a young kid. Um, growing up in the late 70s, 80s, um, the space race was a big thing. Sci-fi was just really kicking in, you know, Star yeah. Wars, uh, Star Trek, all that. I loved all of that kind of stuff this kind of exploration of what could be out there, why are we here? Those kind of questions wow. were, were things that really kind of challenged me as a young kid. And I just got, you know, I've always had this thing about um, the awesomeness of things and wow and this wonder. And I just needed to know, I just really felt that I needed to explore. So I went down the only route that I, that I knew, which was physics, which was science. Wow. Um, did physics at school, absolutely loved it. Just, oh, this makes sense. It's it's all, you know, it's the black and white, no problem at all. Um, as I grew older, I got into to Stephen Hawkins, Richard Dawkins, um, uh, Jim Al-Khalili, quantum mechanics, that kind oh, of well, stuff. You must you know, be quite Steve, a reader, Pete. Steve, Steve Jones, Language of the Genes, just literally wow. trying to find and understand the nature of, of things, you know what I mean? Reality, yeah. Yeah. why we're here as, as a human race, all through science. So I thought I had it sorted i had no trouble at all explaining debating with people um but i will say i wasn't particularly quiet in my um in my atheism so i was probably what you would call nowadays a new world atheist so right. that means that i'm okay that i'm not uh, a person of faith but i'm also not okay if you are right. so i need to yes. make sure that i get you out of this silly nonsense that you believe <laughs> Yeah. and make you see the truth what i believed which was science anyway fast forward to a long time uh, i met a guy um who uh was a, a paratrooper an ex-paratrooper um got really close to them our friends went to school our boys went to <laughs> our boys went to school together and uh we started doing triathlons and stuff like that together and then i found out he was a christian i was like all oh, right nice. so nice. i was rubbing my hands together thinking fresh right, blood he's yeah. absolutely he's <laughs> he's gonna be uh he's gonna be eating at my hand by the end of the week type of thing anyway yeah. he was as dogmatic and as strong in his faith is what i was with my atheism Come and on. over the space of two years i did nothing but massively pick on him chuck questions at him I wasn't pleasant, I was aggressive, I was nasty. Anything I could do to try and catch him out, to show him up, I did it. Wow. Um, and one day, and he always come back with love. He always come back with gentleness, with kindness. 
if I don't know the answer, I'll get back to you, he would say. And he always come back with an answer. And I was like, okay, that's fair enough. But I wasn't convinced. I wasn't what, a convinced. Le- what a legend. Yeah, he yeah, got well he, there, didn't he? Is, <laughs> he is a legend. He's an awesome guy, actually. And um, my son had to go into hospital. And, and this was the key point. My son had to go to hospital to have an operation. And he phoned me, my, his friend, and said, oh, should we get the boys together? I said, I can't. He's, he's going into hospital. He goes, oh, what's wrong? And I told him, you know, do you know what? I'll, I'll pray for you. And wow. I was like, you what? He said, I'll pray for you. I went, what? He said, he said I'll pray for you. And then and he, I was like, I was stuck for words. I, was wow. like, I went off from the phone call afterwards and I thought, why would he do that? I've done nothing but be horrible to this guy. And he's going to go and pray to the God that he believes in what for my son. Wow. And I'm like, what could I do in return if that happened to me? What would I be able to do for him? Like say, oh, best of luck, mate. I hope everything works out okay. How yeah. shallow, how yeah. shallow and empty is that? Yeah. And and it really stopped me in my tracks. I was like, oh my goodness. Mm. There's got to be something more for this guy to do what he did. You know, even though I'd been so so mean to him, really. Yeah, it sounds um, horrible. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so when he was in, when we were in the hospital, um, uh, he ended Ben, my lad, had ended up having to stay in, so I thought I'll go and get a book. Uh, unbeknown to me at the time, all the books and the, the bookshops in the hospital at that time were Christian. Come so on. I walk in, look at these books, I'm like, oh, for goodness sake. Anyway, it spins round, there's this green book there, Nicky Gumbel, Questions of Life. Love it. I'm like, oh, go on then. So I pick it up, <laughs> even after what's happened, take it, take it home with me after I didn't read it that night. Took it home. And I was arguing with my wife about it all, and she said to me, "She said you are so dogmatic with your, uh, with your science beliefs and stuff like that. And do you not think it's unscientific to believe in only one lot of the evidence? Have you ever looked into the Bible, the history of, of, of wow. and the archaeological evidence and everything anything else? Was she, Have you was she a person Have, of faith, or no? Not at this time, no. Wow. No, no, exactly. So it was a case of she challenged me on an intellectual level. I'm like, oh, hang on a minute." You know, nice. I'm not having that. I, I, right. Okay. I've got this book. I'll start looking at it. So I started reading this book and I was just blown away by the actual archaeological historical evidence that actually yeah. is real mm. to support the, the, the Jesus, the resurrection, everything. Mm. And I was like, okay, all right, fair enough. But I was still kind of like, well, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. Um, Anyway, I, I felt something just changing within me as I started carrying on reading this book. Um, and I got to this point where it said, oh, um, would you like to give your life to Jesus? And it said, you know, the sinner's prayer. And I'm like, "Come on, what, what's all this about then? And I, I read it and I thought, okay, right. Let's, have, let's get it on then. So I was like challenging God now. I'm like, right, come on then, if you're real. I'm going to say this prayer and you better give me everything you've got or else that's it. No way. And I said the prayer and no word of a lie, Steve, I had the most unbelievable experience. I stood there. I literally was stood up in my my, my room. I can feel myself shaking now. Yeah, stood up and and I just had this buzzing, like electric feeling for about 20, 30 seconds. Thinking about it now, it was scary, but at the time it wasn't. It was amazing. And oh, I just, I just felt unbelievably, just love, warm, powerful, all of those things all together in a, but in a safe, secure way. 
It was that amazing. must have blown you away. You must it have been was. like, what? <laughs> I sat back down afterwards and I was like, what? Yeah. What happened? And I was like, okay. Didn't think anything of it. I thought that was a bit weird. Did I just imagine that? Na naturally supernatural, as they would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I carried on with life the next day, no problem at all. And then I just, oh, I had this uncontrollable urge to start reading the Bible. And I was like, I, I have no idea where it come from. And um, I went to uh, I went to an event. All right, well, this friend invited me to a, a, an event, a comedy and curry night. Who the guy who you'd uh, been mean to invited? Yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and uh, it was actually the first thing, first time I met Mark Greenwood, actually. Wow. And uh, he did his thing, and I was sat there, and he come over and and talked to me because obviously I'm a new new kind of convert guy, kind of still yeah. kind of on the edge. And he said, uh, "How you doing?" Then he said, "How do you feel?" And I went, "I can't, I can't believe what I believe." It's my words. I said to him, "My heart was gone." It was sold out for Jesus. Wow. My head was going, what is happening? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what, what was, you know. But from that moment on, I just could not shut up about Jesus. Wow. To the point where my wife, bless her, she'll hate me for saying this. She <laughs> literally told me to shut up one day because I kept on talking to her about, oh, did you hear about this? Do you read this in the Bible? Read. I just couldn't stop. And I wow. haven't been able to ever since. I'm kind of like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's just like great. The, the second you got saved, you became an evangelist, wasn't it? It's like... Well, literally. Yeah. And and my family, oh my goodness. Because I was such an atheist, I literally got to a point, it's as if there was a cliff. I fell off that cliff. I stopped being what I was wow. and become, well, exactly what's happened, isn't it? But, yes, but yes. So, much, so, so from, my, from my family's perspective, they were like, You've been brainwashed. You, we, this is really dangerous. We're really frightened. Yeah. You know, uh, my brother said to me, he said, I don't know who you are anymore. I need to get to know you again. Oh, And wow. all this time, all this wow. time, I'm like, oh, I need to read the Bible. I started in Acts. I don't know why. I didn't even know. I have no <laughs> knowledge at all of the Bible apart from funerals and weddings, you know, wow. nothing to church or anything at all. And then I started reading in Acts and it says, or I'm trying to figure out what, what happened. It says, um, I've given you a new heart. Mm. new you know I've the old is gone and you has come and i'm yeah. like oh my goodness that's what's happened to me yeah come and on. it just it wasn't the other way and i've had people in the past say to me oh well you're just as a christian you're just living your life to what that book tells you and i'm like well actually i didn't know what the book told me but yeah. my life had changed and then the book told me what had happened yeah. to me the bible put language to what exactly. was going on exactly yeah yeah and for me yeah. that's such an affirmation mm. of the validity and the truth of the bible yeah, because actually yeah. I had an experience which was outside of that, but was purely in line, totally in line with scripture. And it, yeah. it described it perfectly. And as we know, as Christians, which, which you know. is funny as an academic thinker, you yeah. think like, oh, Jesus will use the academic information and and sort of like evidence to convince mm. you. But it was the other way around. It was like the faith. It, came yeah. in and then and then your brain caught up with what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even, you know, as you know, um, that first 12 months is 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 an important time as a new christian yeah. as well and i yeah. i had my date still i was still getting pulled sure. from my atheist beliefs shall we say for lack of a better phrase yeah and i can remember waking up in one one morning and i i, I had this scripture in my head i'm like i don't know scripture what is that you know <laughs> and uh, anyway i got given a bible which was a it was a way of the master bible it was king oh, james come on. Yeah. yeah and it had loads of pictures and stuff and stories in it anyway i looked at the scripture i can't remember what scripture was now 
and I was, I was reading and I thought, what's all that about then? I know I looked at the top of the page and there was a picture there. And and all this time I'm thinking, I don't, I don't, I haven't changed. I'm not changed. I'm still saying, is this it? Is this all there is? Because wow. actually, I don't, I don't feel that that I've moved on or or anything. Yeah. And there was a picture at the top there, which uh, had a guy stood on a like a, a bucket preaching in the street, and everybody around him, where it was haggling him. Yeah. And he said to, and God just said to me, dropped in my spirit. He said, before you were the people around the street. Now you're up on the, you're the person wow. preaching. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my goodness! And that's so what has happened, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. It's great, mate. And it's just been up and up and up, and uh, wow. And, and now, you... and now, my wife's Christian. Come on. My two children are Christian. My mum went on Alpha course, which we ran. She's become a Christian. That's that's what you call household salvation, isn't it? it, it when, yeah, when it just and, goes and through we'll, the whole home. We'll tell the story about my dad in a minute, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's oh, God's wow. so good. He's been so faithful to our family, and honestly, I don't know how people live without him. Nick, I've just where I've come from to come yeah. to where I am now. It's yeah. like it's, wow, it's like they say you, that Jesus. people are always watching, whether you whether you like it or not. People are watching you, and mm. when they see change for the good, you know, like your your own brother said, I don't even recognise you anymore. Yeah, you know, people are watching all the time. Totally. Tell it. Tell us about your dad, because he was like lastminute.com, wasn't he? He was. He was. Yeah. So, dad, <laughs> this I might get emotional on this because it's only been a, a year and a half ago, and, wow. and without that, we we. I wouldn't say we lost him. I like to say it's a change of scenery now. Come on, <laughs> come on. So, um, yeah. So, dad's always been quite distant. Um, as far as the faith goes, um, I've always talked to him, of course, going on evangelist, I'm going to, but yeah. he's always come back with, well, I used to be the first in the class when we had religious studies at school and, you know, I used to go to church, but it was never, it was never a, a faith that he never committed his life to Jesus. So, right. um, but he would say things like, uh, well, when the good Lord's time comes, he will, he'll take me and stuff like that. So he, he believed, but I don't think he actually committed then is probably the best way of, of saying it yeah it's like um, it's like you can have a yeah. faith in god like the devil believes in god but to yeah. yield and surrender your life you know is a whole different thing isn't it yeah yeah totally so dad was 82 um he's not he's not been well he was okay we saw him on um father's day on the sunday and he seemed okay he seemed his normal kind of self like having a laugh and a joke with my with my with my lad and anyway didn't think anything of it thought it's fine just carrying on uh, i was in food bank on the wednesday got a phone call at seven o'clock mum said oh dad's uh, uh we're getting a, an ambulance wow. uh, he's not well he's been um not well in the evening anyway cut long story short didn't think okay started praying hopefully this will this will he'll pull through this you know it's only the first time he's been in hospital shouldn't be anything serious i'm sure it'll be okay yeah anyway get a phone call from mum again at one o'clock, you better get in here. I was like, oh, okay, this is serious now. So you're praying all the time, you're in the car. Mm. We get into the hospital um, and cut a long story short, short um, his part of his bowel had, had twisted and died. Wow. Um, so he was filling up septicemia. Mm. Um, and to cut a long story short again, they basically said there's nothing they can do for him. Um, now, dad had had heart attacks, he had a pacemaker fitted. He was 82, he had the onslaught, onset of vascular dementia as well. It was just starting to take effect. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in this moment, so mum cries, 
my brother and sister have stood with me in there. They're not Christians. My sister has a different kind of spiritualism thing going on. Yeah. Um, well, I said they're not Christians yet. Let me just put that there. Uh-huh, yeah. Come on. Um, so we're either side of the bed. My dad's there and he hasn't opened his eyes. He's like, his body is fighting to, to mm-hmm. stay alive. You know, since we've been there, he hasn't said anything to anyone. He hasn't spoken. And I like I heard this this thing. Basically, this is this is it. This is this is the end of my dad. So I'm like, Holy Spirit, I need, I need to speak to my dad about you. I need to speak to my dad about Jesus. I need. Oh, you're Whoa. you're going to get emotional. I need no, you to give me an opportunity. Yeah. To speak to, you know, you know, my brother and sister. They need to go. They can't be here. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I need to be have a clear chance to talk to dad about you. Yes, like Peter you kicking would, everyone else out of the room. You just need to, yeah. Honestly, within two seconds of me saying that, my brother and sister literally walk out the room without saying anything. And I'm wow. looking, I, I, my first reaction, I'll be honest with you, where are you going? What's going on here? And then all of a sudden, like, oh, this is the moment. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So I just looked at Dad, and I thought, right, Holy Spirit, give me the words. And I just said, Dad. And the minute I said Dad, he opened his eyes. Wow. It was like he knew. Yeah. That I was going to speak to him about Jesus. And I said, Dad, do you want Jesus to come into your life now? And he said, yes. Wow. And we prayed with him. And two hours later, he went to be in glory. Wow. Amazing. Man. So my, the point of me saying that, that obviously, we give God all of the glory for all of the things that he does. But don't give up. Mm. Don't give up praying for people. Don't give up. That's good, Pete. Don't give up thinking that they're they're never going to give their lives to Jesus. Honestly, I was farthest away of anybody you could possibly be. If yeah. you've got somebody that you're speaking to and they're getting aggressive with you, mm. that's a good thing. It's an emotional struggle going on inside. They're closer yeah. than what you think. The ones that don't, they're not interested. They're like, yeah, I'm not bothered about that. And they they're don't not provoked. Yeah. Then 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 don't bother. Move on. It but is if you've interesting. Got somebody, yeah, Jesus said, wipe the dust off your feet if they're not absolutely. responding. But I wonder, even before you got saved, that mate of yours, that guy who knew your kids, yeah. you know, it was like, he must have been praying for you. You were oh, praying for your dad. And you were telling me before we started recording, just the just, just the, the outcome of prayer is essential. Yeah. Like, if you don't pray, you, you know, then you're not going to expect anything. But... In terms no. of being an evangelist, there must be people listening to this who they're like, oh, I'm an evangelist. I love people coming to the Lord. But mm. it starts with prayer, doesn't it? You've got to go to the Lord oh. and say, Jesus, I'll give this person to you. And Totally. And tell, tell me what happened with that prayer meeting that you were in uh, when um, you were you were doing the food bank, weren't you? Yeah. So so on a, I think it was a Thursday night. We had a, like a prophetic prayer night. And um, the lady that was leading it, uh, her her scripture it was a psalm i think it was but it was so evangelistically uh, about salvation it was just total salvation what she was saying her theme all the way through it was just totally encapsulated salvation which i know obviously that's what we're talking about but yeah. we don't always necessarily hone in on salvation no. salvation no. salvation for some reason that night it was just all about the saving grace and the saving power of jesus mm. and again great evening loads of worship fantastic evening um, the following morning, we went to we, we were having a, an online prayer meeting, and one of our elders, the lady that was leading the prayer meeting, again, all about salvation, 
Wow. All these things were just starting to, to, to link up. It was like, hang on a minute, something's going on here. You know, we started praying again for salvation. They started praying for the food bank, for people to come to faith. Yeah. And it, it was just great. You know, just, mm. oh, all right, okay. So off I pop into, into the food bank later on that day. And uh, I just, just sat there chatting with a chap who, who um, had overcome alcohol, alcoholism and drug addiction. Um, he's now a Christian and he's, he's volunteering in one of the sister churches at, uh, oh, come on. in the food bank. And we're just chatting and he said to me, he goes, um, he said, I really wonder what God really wants me to do. I, I don't really know what my calling is. I said, I don't know. What, or why why am I here? What what's, what's the point of it? I said, How well, many Christians say that as well? Don't know, they they, they want to know. know. Use me, God. What is it all about? Absolutely. Yeah. And I said, yeah. well, just pray. Just keep praying. Just keep asking him. He'll show you. He will show you. Yeah. Anyway, we, we carried on talking and we just generally chit chat. And then all of a sudden, I just I just blurted out, "Someone's going to get saved," and I'm like, that "Someone's going to give their life." And I'm like, "What? Where did that come from?" And I think didn't, again, didn't think anything of it. Ten so you just blurted later. it out. It just, yeah. it just came out of your mouth. Literally, just, yeah, it yeah. just it just came out. Yeah. Yeah. And um, anyway, this guy comes to the comes to the door, and at that time we were still outside because of the because of COVID. So I see him, and I'm like. You know when you know you need to move, you, you you're almost like dragged there. Yes. So like me and this other chat, we went right. Guys, come on, let's go. So we go outside and we start talking to him. We know we know the chat. Um, and he just laid out. He, he he's he was a he's a drug addict. He's struggling with alcoholism, and he was just his heart was breaking. He was battling mm. with this addiction. He didn't want to do it. And he was just mm. started talking and talking, saying, oh, I don't want to do this. I'm really broke. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. And I looked at my mate who's been there and done that. And I was like, wow, you, you need to tell him how, you, how God's changed your life. Yeah, give him a testimony. He, yeah, Pretty much, yeah. So he, I just took a step back and this chap like ministered to him as I couldn't because I've not lived that life. And again, it's how Jesus just does takes our misery and makes it into yeah. into our, our 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 ministry doesn't he yes you know he what does. I mean? that's it's a great little great. phrase yeah it's yeah. great it's just beautiful to see and he, he ministered to this guy for a good 10 minutes and and you could see the guy responding to him because he get it he, he was talking his language he got it you know what i mean mm -hmm. and uh again i i just kind of like spotted that it's come to a point where you know he was ready you could tell and i, yeah. so I just said to him i said do you want you know do you want to Give your life to Jesus, and we both led him to the Lord then and there. Wow. And that all started from the Thursday night prayer declaration, prophecy about salvation, the prayer the following day. So, as you said, Steve, it, it yes, we were at the coalface, but all of that work that went behind it as the yeah. team of the church yeah. to help was it's so important, and it wouldn't have worked without yeah. it. And did you say yeah. it was an online prayer meeting? It was on Zoom? Or? Yeah, yeah, it was on Zoom, yeah. That's amazing, because even when you were telling your story at the start, when you were saying about how when you just talked to Jesus and, okay, if you're there, God, and you just suddenly just mm. felt like that love encounter and goosebumps. As you were saying that, I'm experiencing everything you're talking about. I'm feeling goosebumps and just Great. God all over me. Oh, he's so and, good, isn't he? You know... <laughs> God doesn't care. Like when we were in lockdown, people no. were doing alpha courses online. I'm sure you yeah. did quite a few. Yeah, we did, yeah. And and people encountered God, didn't they? Like unsaved people oh, got saved and the Holy Spirit. Well, yeah. The funny thing is, my mum, who was a Christian before my dad, she got saved on an online alpha. 
Oh, come on. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it was just great. And I, I wasn't sure how that was going to work. The other, how do you do a Holy Spirit weekend online? Oh, credit to you, mate. We've not we've but, not done a Holy Spirit online. Honestly, uh, how did that go? You, literally, you, you, well, you just That's <laughs> you can't go anywhere. You can't no, go no. anywhere, can you? It's literally just the same thing. So Stretch you your just hand leave. behind the laptop. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but you just lead people through the prayer. Do you know what? The Holy Spirit is not restricted by worldly no. things. No, way. no technology. You don't. I know it's probably biblical. No, not probably. It is biblical to lay hands on. Yeah. But you know, Jesus understands the situation yeah. that we can't be there. But honestly, I've seen people's lives completely change through a screen. Yeah. Crying where they've been impacted mm. by the love of God. We had uh, a couple of Catholic ladies that didn't know that Jesus loved them. Wow. They were so wrapped up in in the the. Um, Sorry, what's the word? Uh, oh, dogma. The legality of it yeah, all. The legality of it all. Yeah, that yeah. that they they didn't haven't felt the love of God, and they were in tears. Wow. They finally got that Jesus loved them for who they are, not for what they did. Wow. And it was just immense, absolutely immense. It's it's and almost glory like glory be to God, mate. Glory be to God. In, in just, the Bible. They pray over the handkerchiefs and they send them out and they yeah. heal people. It's a bit like that with online on Zoom, isn't it? You know, I've, yeah. I've, you know, when it, when we first went into lockdown, I saw so many people starting these online ministries, and I thought, oh wow, that's that's a brave step. But when I hear the, hear the testimonies coming back, you know, even like this podcast, I'm sure people will say, oh, I got really blessed and that, you know. Mm. But we just got to use what whatever's in front of us, haven't we? You know. I think availability, isn't it, is 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 our greatest resource. You know, if yeah. we make ourselves available for God, He'll use us. There's yeah. no two ways about that. Yeah. You know, no two ways about that, and you see that everywhere. If there's if there's someone listening now and that they haven't given their life to Jesus, what would you say to them? And what are you, you waiting have, for? What are you waiting for? Say say <laughs> say a prayer for us, Pete. Lead lead them oh, to right. Christ. Lead them okay. to Christ. So, so if you're thinking today that you're listening to this and you're thinking, well. You know, I want this. I want. I want to feel the way that you felt. And now, actually, your relationship with God, if you do say yes to Him, will be unique to you. It's not going to be the same as me. So, what happened to me might not happen to you. So, don't think if that doesn't happen the same way that you're not saved. That's that's not what this is about. It's not about an experience. It's about a commitment. That's good. Pete. It's about a commitment to Jesus, and it's about understanding that actually, you know, you have to admit. You have to admit that you've been. You've lived a life basically without Jesus, that you've lived a life that is purely kind of selfish, really, in a way, that you've gone your own way and that you've not gone God's way. And actually, that you're sorry for that. That actually, we, the Christians, use the word repent, but it's basically just saying, Do you know what, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I've lived a life without you, that I've turned my back on you. But today, I believe that you are the Son of God and that you died on the cross for me, for my sins. You took my place because you love me and you want me to be part of your family. So if you're there today, say, Jesus, come into my life. Come and be my Lord. Come into my heart. I invite you into my heart now. And commit your life now to follow him, to learn from his word. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Oh well, every time you hear a prayer like that, it just it just you almost revisit your salvation, don't you? Like mm. it's it's so powerful. 
Well, mm. Pete, that that is fantastic. I'm just I'm just so pumped. I mean, I, I love hearing stories of people getting saved, bringing their family members to Christ. I think is one of the just it's just got to be one of the top things you will ever do in your whole life is bring mm. your mum or your dad or your kids to the Lord. It's just just incredible, and I hope I hope everyone listening is encouraged by that. And uh, we'll watch this space, Pete. And you've 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 got plans in the future. I, I want to get you back on here because that you know you've you, you we need more evangelists in the church, don't we? We need Amen. to talk about evangelism For more. Sure. And um, I, I think we always want to jump ten steps ahead. Let's let's talk about raising the dead or walking on water or whatever it is. It's like hey. We just need they're to get good. saved, you know. Yeah, yeah, they're all good. Yeah, but if you ain't saved, it ain't, it ain't nothing, is it? You know. No, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Oh, oh well. Thanks, Pete. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Thank you for and, having uh, me. We'll uh, we'll be back again with another encounter show. <laughs>